Praise the Lord and God bless you. This is the podcast of the Refuse Temple Church located at 152 North Main Street in Burlington, North Carolina, where our pastor is Bishop Reginald J. Davis. This podcast is brought to you on the following streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Podcasts. Thank you again for joining us. Please enjoy as our Bishop Davis speaks. Second Kings chapter number six and verse number eleven. The Bible says, Therefore the heart of the king of Syria was sore troubled for this thing. And he called his servants and said unto them, Will ye not show me which of us is for the king of Israel? And one of his servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha, the prophet that is in Israel, telleth the king of Israel the words that thou speakest in thy bedchamber. And he said, Go and spy where he is, that I may send and fetch him. And it was told him, saying, Behold, he is in Dothan. Therefore sent he thither horses and chariots and a great host. And they came by night and compassed the city about. And when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, and host compassed the city, both with horses and chariots. And his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? And he answered, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. 1 Corinthians chapter number 2 and verse number 9. But as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But the God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit search of all things Yea, the deep things of God. Tonight I want to talk to you from the subject 2020 vision. And just ask your neighbor, can you see what I see? God bless you, you can be seated. Can you see what I see? And if you could see what I see, it would change your perspective. It would change your response. It would change your life. One of the most powerful tools in the hand of a spirit-filled believer is insight. What do you see beyond the natural? and beyond the norm. What does God show you? 
what does God share with you? And non-believers, and in some cases, believers, are crippled because they cannot see beyond their senses. The Bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight. Meaning that for me to really experience God, I have to sometimes divorce myself of what I can see with my natural eyes. And that's important because in so many cases we are crippled and we are stuck and we are bound not because of anything other than what we see. And if you would read the Bible, the Lord never told us to see a whole lot because faith is not developed by what we see. Faith is developed by what we hear. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word. But in this world of social media and YouTube and videos galore, we thrive off of what we can see. Many of us don't enjoy radio anymore because we have television, and we'd rather see it than just hear it. Now, there's a few of the mothers here that remember before television was in every home and people had radios, and they would do the whole program on radio. You'd hear all the sound effects and the narrator and everything else, and then around about the 50s, television became the norm. And so most of us would not want to sit and listen, but faith comes out of listening. Come on, somebody. If you really want God to reveal himself, learn how to listen to the word, and then learn how to believe what you hear. For that reason, the Lord has given every believer access to the presence, the power, the influence, and the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Anybody know the Holy Spirit is real? And we know that the Holy Spirit speaks, but it's important that you also understand that the Holy Spirit can see. Come on here, somebody. Tell somebody the Holy Spirit can see. And, 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 but he doesn't see like we see. Come on, somebody. He, he doesn't see the way we see. He sees beyond the physical spectrum. And he sees beyond what your eyes and your lenses and your corneas and your retinas can process. He sees deeper than that. And, and so you need the Holy Spirit because there's some things that don't appear in the natural realm that you need to see. Come on here, somebody. We know this, and one of the challenges of the church is that the sighted and the blind people share the same spiritual environment. Sitting here tonight, there are people that have spiritual insight, and there are some of us that are blind. Okay, y'all don't, okay. And, and I'm, I'm not going to point out which one is which. I could almost do it, but I'm not going to do it tonight. Some of you can see. 
Some of you can see spiritually and you have a depth of God that shows you and reveals things to you. But then there are some people that sit in church week after week, but they're blind. Come on here, somebody. And it's a major concern in many cases that in a lot of churches, it's the blind people doing most of the preaching. Come on here, somebody. It's the blind people doing most of the teaching. It's the blind people doing most of the talking, most of the interfering. In fact, you are about ready to receive, and then you talk to a blind person. And the first thing a blind person tells you is, I don't see it like that. Come on here, somebody. You, you got your faith all together. You're ready to trust God. God's about to do something. And you make the mistake of letting a blind person prophesy to you. What good is a blind prophet? Come on, somebody. That can't see into the spiritual arena. In fact, Jesus warned the disciples and said, if you encounter a blind person, leave them alone. Nudge somebody say, leave them alone. If they blind and you, and, and you can't help them, leave them alone. Because if the blind leaders of the blind, and if the blind lead the blind, both are going to fall in the ditch. You're going to miss your miracle following a blind person. Following somebody that does not have spiritual insight. You say, well, 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 Pastor, everybody in here can see. Even the ones with glasses can see. I'm not talking about the physical sight. But there's a blindness spiritually. And you can tell blind people that can't see because it's always about the negative side of life. Come on here, somebody. Blind people are known by their negative, defeated, and fatalistic mentality. That even if God is blessing, if you're blind, you can't see God blessing you. Hallelujah. That's why blind folk don't know how to praise him. Come on, somebody. Because the, the Lord can be blessing all around them. But they're so blind spiritually that even while the Lord is blessing, they refuse to praise him. God helping you, God strengthening you, God keeping you. And all you can do is just talk about what the Lord is not doing. If the Lord is doing anything for you, you ought to be able to see it and give him the glory. Oh, hallelujah. If he's done and you say, well, well, well my, the, the year started off rough and it ended rough. But if you could open your eyes, you would see that the hand of God kept you. Y'all ain't saying nothing because what should have happened didn't happen. And that's why you ought to be thanking God. If you didn't move an inch, if the Lord just held you together, it was the enemy's plan to completely eradicate and destroy your life. But here you are at 11 something or other sitting in the house of God with your right mind you ought to be opening your mouth and saying God I thank you because what was supposed to happen didn't happen when you begin to see in the spirit your insight changes and how you respond to life's challenges change. I started a series on Sunday, and this is really a part of that same series, on the theology of the Holy Spirit. 
And I told you on Sunday that it was important that we not just talk about the Holy Spirit from a New Testament perspective, but that we also examine how the Spirit moved in the Old Testament. Because the Holy Spirit lived and moved in the Old Testament. Come on, somebody. And it is evident in the ministry of Elisha. Elisha was the successor or the spiritual son of Elijah. And he was so moved by Elijah's anointing and Elijah's grasp and Elijah's working in his gift that he said to Elijah, before you leave, I want a double portion of your spirit. And, and the Bible says that Elijah said, if you see me when I leave, you can have it. Come on, somebody. And if, if you follow the whole story, I don't have time for that, but, but they went from place to place, and they followed, and everywhere Elijah went, Elisha was right on his heels because when you really want the anointing, you can't be lazy about it. Come on, somebody. Some folk will never be anointed because they're too lazy to be anointed. They won't even lift their hands when the Lord is walking in the building. That's just lazy. Come on, somebody. If all it took for me to be delivered was to lift my hands, here they are, both of them. Because I need I need God to do something. But when you're blind, even when the Lord is moving, you don't have enough sense to lift your hands while the Lord is passing by. Elisha was there when Elijah went to heaven. And so he received the mantle of Elijah. And that anointing rested on Elisha. And the anointing was so strong on Elisha that God would speak to him about the affairs of the king of Syria. Syria was at war with Israel. And the king of Syria kept setting traps for the king of Israel. But every time he would set a trap for the king of Israel, God would speak to Elisha. And Elisha would warn the king, don't be there because the king is coming there. Don't be there. And, and if you don't have spiritual vision, you better know somebody that does. Come on, somebody. You ever knew these folk that y'all called deep and y'all called super saved? But they were the folk that if they told you to stay home, you stayed home. Come on, somebody. They said, baby, don't go to work late today. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Hallelujah. This, this is a true story. This, this spirit-filled believer was on her way to her job in the World Trade Center. And the Holy Ghost spoke to her and said, go late. Come on, somebody. So she caught the later train. And while she was in the subway, oh, God, the planes hit the towers. And she dropped to her knees on the platform and started thanking God because the Holy Ghost knew what was going to happen. Hallelujah. You, they, they talked about this in the old church about God keeping us from seen and unseen danger that Lord even if I don't see it make sure somebody that loves me sees it and warns me so I'm not there when destruction shows up 
Oh, hallelujah. I'm here to tell somebody that the Lord can and will help you to avoid the enemy's traps. Anybody know what I'm talking about? That the devil tried to set you up, but the Holy Ghost came to you in a dream, spoke to you in a vision, showed up in, in, in your living room and said, make sure you're somewhere else when this mess breaks out. And you didn't understand it at the time, but when you heard the whole story, you were thanking God because the Holy Ghost has this way of looking out for you and making sure that the enemy couldn't trap you. That's why they wrote a song in the old church through many dangers, toils, and snares. I have already come, but it was grace that brought me. Anybody know grace brought you? It was grace that kept me. It was grace that covered me. Come on, put your hands together. Shout hallelujah. Oh, come on, grab somebody by the hand and tell them the devil almost set me up. But God gave me vision. This insight. See, I, I know the U.S. has an amazing covert operation. They got spies in every country, spying on every government. They know secrets that we don't have any clue about. But if I could give advice to our president, I would tell him to employ a few folk in the CIA that got the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. And, and while the other spies are bugging hotel rooms, they'll be on their face praying. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah, and the Holy Ghost will tell us, oh God, if um, Kim Jong-un has those missiles. Come on, somebody. I, they just need to find somebody in Korea that'll just sit there and pray in the Holy Ghost. Y'all think I'm playing, but I'm serious. Hallelujah. And, and, and the Holy Ghost will tell us exactly where the missiles are because if God would do it for Elisha, why won't he do it for us? Come on, somebody. But the saints have to come back into contact with the power of the Holy Ghost. It's got to be more than a shouting thing and a running thing and a jumping thing, but it's got to be, Lord, show me the mysteries that I need to know. Lord, show yourself to me. King of Syria got so upset Bible says that he called a staff meeting and he asked, I need to know who in here is siding with the king of Israel. Because every time I make a plan, every time I make a plot, somehow he knows about it. But there was somebody in the team that said, King is not any traitors in the group. And there are no loose lips on this ship. But the problem is there's a prophet in Israel whose name is Elisha. And that prophet prays, oh hallelujah, and God speaks to him. I came to tell you no matter how hard you tried to hide your prayer life, if you got a real prayer life, it's gonna show up. Oh, hallelujah. You don't have to, oh God, print business cards and you don't need flyers and you don't have to post your stuff on Facebook. If you know how to get a prayer through, somebody's going to know about it. If you know how to reach heaven and heaven is talking to you, somebody's going to know about it. Oh, hallelujah. They all thought, oh God, Mother Sally was crazy in the neighborhood. But if somebody got sick, they said, go find that holy woman named Sally. Sally. 
because she knows how to get a prayer through. And Sally would pray and demons would start running. Sally would pray and the Holy Ghost would start speaking. God give us some more Sally's. Oh God, in the body of Christ that know how to reach heaven and know how to hear from God. I don't know. I'm tired of just wandering, not knowing what to do. Saints, I need a word from the Lord. I need the Holy Ghost to speak to me. I need the Holy Ghost to unfold his mysteries in my life. Anybody want to hear from the Holy Ghost? Come on, throw your hands up. Shout, speak, Lord. But understand this before you get happy. That when God gives you insight, you become a target for the enemy. Come on here, somebody. I need to warn the anointed people sitting in here. Don't ever be jealous of another anointed person. Because you don't know what that anointing costs them. Oh, hallelujah. You don't know how they cried and how they were lied on and how they were talked about just to carry the anointing that is on their life. But saints, I'm so glad that God has anointed me. Anybody anointed in here? But I also know that the anointing makes you a target. But I came to tell somebody, don't be afraid of the enemy because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Oh, hallelujah. I need you to get excited and stop being ashamed of what God has put on your life. You didn't give it to yourself. God gave you the anointing. Let them lie on you. Let them talk about you. But don't let them have your anointing. Don't let them take what God has given you. If God gave it to you, put it in your bosom and treasure it and hold on to it. And say, no matter what I lose, I can't lose this anointing. Shout hallelujah. Let me move. The king of Syria says, I need to get Elisha. Because Elisha is disrupting everything I'm trying to do. And so the enemy, the king of Syria, sends his soldiers to surround he gets word that Elisha is in Dothan. And he says, let me send my men to surround Elisha. So during the night, the army of Syria sneaks into Dothan. And they surround the house. Now tell me, why would a king send an army after one little preacher? Come on, somebody. He didn't have no gun. He didn't have a cannon. didn't have an axe. But there's something powerful about the people of God. Oh, hallelujah. I need y'all to stop acting like weaklings when you're not weak. Oh, hallelujah. I need you to stop acting scared when you really got power. Oh, God, because when the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you shall have power. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding and abundantly. I'm trying to talk, but I feel like preaching. Above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Everybody in this church that has the Holy Ghost, lay your hand on somebody and tell them, stop being scared of your anointing. Let him have his way. 
Oh God, but I need to tell you something. I didn't come tonight to tell you there would be no struggles in 2020. I didn't come tonight to say there would be no challenges in 2020. Let me be the first one to tell you the truth. There's gonna be some challenges in 2020. Y'all heard a rollover minutes? Oh God, that you can carry a minute on your cell plan from this year to that year. Well, let me just tell you the truth. There's gonna be some rollover trials, some rollover afflictions, some rollover tests. Everything don't end at 12 o'clock. But I've got the promise of the word that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers out of them all. It's coming, but the same way the challenge comes, the victory has got to come. Let the challenge come, but he promised to give me the victory. Put your hands together, shout hallelujah. Oh God, shout hallelujah. Grab somebody by the hand and say yes, I've got some challenges, but I also have the victory right now, not tomorrow, right now, not next week, right now, not next month, right now, shout hallelujah. Oh God, let me wrap this up. I need to close. The Bible says that the servant got up the next morning and saw the army of Syria. Imagine stepping out your door and seeing a whole army around your house, surrounding you. He stuck his head in the door and said, alas, master, what shall we do? How are we gonna make it? They got spears, they got chariots, they got swords, they got shields. But Elisha said something to his servant. He said, don't fear, they that be with us are more than they that be with them. I came to tell the believers that we stop preaching about angels and we think we walking through life by ourselves. But the Bible says that the angels of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear them. I know all you can see is who's sitting here, but in the rapster, they're angels. In the aisle, they're angels. Sitting beside you, there's an angel. And before that demon can get to you, he's gotta go through that angel whose assignment is your protection. His assignment is your deliverance. Put your hands together, shout hallelujah. Oh God, grab somebody by the hand. Tell them stop looking at me. It's more than just me. Oh God, 
folk trying to size you up, huh? trying to see if they can take you. Huh? Don't worry about if you can take me. Huh? Can you take the angel huh? that's been assigned huh? to my protection? Huh? Can you take the angel huh? that's been assigned huh? to cover my life? Elisha, I need to close. Elisha prayed a simple prayer. Said, Lord, open his eyes. Oh, God. Touch your neighbor and say, Lord, open their eyes. The servant took a second look outside that window. And he saw the army of Syria. But around the army of Syria was the angelic host. Come on, somebody. Oh, hallelujah. I don't know where some of you live. Some of you might live in crypt territory. You might live in blood territory. You might live where the bandito bullets huh, and Sir 13 dwells. But just take this note uh, that around them uh, is the army uh, of the Lord. Uh, you can walk in your house. Uh, you can walk out of your house. Uh, and the Lord uh, is going to protect you. Uh, he's going to cover you. Uh, don't be foolish. Uh, say your prayer uh, before you leave the house. Uh, but don't be frightened. Uh, the Lord is my light uh, and my salvation whom shall I fear the Lord is the strength of my life of whom shall I be afraid when the enemy even my foe came against me they stumbled and fell they trying to get to you but while they coming to you they gonna trip up cause the Lord is with you Everybody touch two people, tell them, take another look, take another look, take another look, take another look, take another look. Oh, God. Take another look. Let me finish. In the flesh, you see a lot of negatives. Anybody got some unfinished stuff right now? That's what happens in the natural. But in the spirit, I see something else. Oh, God. Touch somebody and say, I know sometimes you feel sorry for me. Because you think you know what I'm going through. But in the spirit, I see something else. Oh, God. They don't understand why you dance like you do. They don't understand why you run like you do. They don't understand why you get happy like you get happy. Because all you can see is the flesh. But in the spirit, I see deliverance. In the spirit, I see victory. In the spirit, I see my healing. In the spirit, I see my breakthrough. In the spirit, I see high places coming down. Valleys filling up, crooked being made straight. Anybody see what I see? Anybody see what I see? Anybody see what I see? Anybody in here see what I see? Shout hallelujah. 
stand. You gotta start praying. Come on, stand. Hey, God. Oh. Put your arm around somebody and say, if you could see what God was doing, you just wouldn't stand there. You would start giving God the glory. They didn't catch it. Find somebody else and say, if you can see what I see, you just wouldn't be standing there. You would start giving God the glory. Hey, God. Hey, God. Hey, God. Find somebody else and say, if you could see what I see, you would give God your best praise. I haven't seen, ear haven't heard, neither has it entered the heart of men what God's prepared for those that love him. Oh, she tonight. Margie, spiritually ignorant people overlook you. You hear what I say? Spiritually ignorant people overlook you because they can't see what God has in your life. So stop taking your cues from the spiritually ignorant. Oh, shitanama satana. Hey, God. There's an anointing on your life. Oh, God. There is greatness just attached to you. That's why your dreams are so big. God doesn't give little people big dreams. But when he gives you greatness, your dreams get bigger. Your sight gets greater. Your insight becomes more. Hey, Shatama. So I see it. I see it. I'm going to praise God with you because I see it. Oh, God. Everybody find a blessed person and tell them, I see the blessing on your life. And I'm here to help you praise the Lord for what's on your life. Shatama. See, this ain't in my message. I'm going to hear somebody. The best way to be blessed is to get over your jealousy. Let me say it again. The best way to be blessed is to get over your jealousy. Come on, somebody. Because as long as you hating on the blessed folk, you ain't never going to get blessed. But if you can learn how to get beside a blessed person, I am. I'm gonna get beside a blessed person. Because something that's on them is gonna spill over into my life.
somebody by the hand and tell them, I see the Lord blessing you. I'm going to praise him with you because I'm believing God for a rollover. Hey, God. Hey, God. Oh, God. Everybody shout hallelujah. Grab somebody by the hand and tell them, I know you've had some struggles. I know you've had some challenges. But if you would look in the spirit, you see God blessing you. I need you to praise him for what the Holy Ghost sees. I need you to praise him for what the Holy Ghost sees. I need you to praise him for what the Holy Ghost sees. I need you to praise him for what the Holy Ghost sees. Hey, God. so much for joining us. You are welcome to fellowship with Pastor Reginald Davis and the Refuge Temple Church family on Sundays, 9 a.m. prayer, 10 a.m. Christian education and Bible study, 11 a.m. morning worship and children's church, 4.30 p.m. evening worship, Monday, 6.30 p.m. prayer, Wednesdays, 12 p.m. noonday prayer, Wednesdays, 7 p.m., prayer and Bible study. Friday, 7 p.m., prayer, worship, and the word. Again, come and join us and be blessed. Until next time.